From Breaking Bad to Calling Soul Agents led by Son of Call Oh Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies Supergirl just flew on by We're chillin' watching Netflix How much time's gone by We're talking TV From Suits to Supernatural Talking TV Blacklist and the Rebels Sherlock's Big Bang with Orphan Black True Detective Bombed at Second Crack The Walking Dead Arrow and the Flash DC TV, this is week number 21 here on Get Into Geek. My name is Mitch. Joining me as always, Terry. Hello. Benjamin, uh, still over in Spain at the moment as we record this podcast. Oh, it's a hard life for yeah. Benjamin. I know he sent me a photo from his balcony. He's in a small fishing village in Spain, he says. Oh. I mean, it looked like he was in Santorini, Greece or something. Like, it was just beautiful spot after beautiful spot. It's like, come on, mate. You know, and what's he thinking about? TV. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what can I watch on Netflix? Is this work in Australia or is it only regional where I am? I don't know how he has access to Spanish Netflix. The fact that but Spain has more... Content? Yeah, than Australia. Yeah. It's Ridiculous. Yeah, so at least uh, you know, at least he's on the right track. He's over there with wonderful sights to see and a lovely family to hang out with. And he's like, "Yeah, but I really want to watch Elementary." <laughs> <laughs> okay, mate. Power to you, Benjamin. We miss you. Hurry back. We're here to talk again for the second week in a row. Legends and Arrow, their respective seventeenth uh, episodes of the season. Yep. We'll start off uh, first chronologically because I'm cut from chronology with Legends. Guest starring John Noble. Not only is it a description of the episode, but it's actually the title of the episode as well. Oh, See, was that, it? Well, that was how it was described in my Foxtel box. I'm like, are they just saying that? Like, why does it say, you know, season three, episode 17, guest starring John Noble? And I'm like, well, it always is because he's malice. So, yeah, what's different? But then you see why it's different because yeah. it goes meta on your ass and they go back in time to see the real John Noble just to get him to lay down a voice track. Like, yeah. it's, it was actually kind of blowing my mind, and it was ridiculous, but I think I just thought it was so ridiculous. It was actually so much fun. I really dug that. I mean, the, the lead into it was crazy. Like, they were talking about this insane mission, how they're going to defeat this demon. Oh, my God, how yeah. they're going to stop. You know, like, Damien Dark's just shown up. He's like, yeah, sure, I've killed everyone here once or twice before, and it's time travel, so blah, 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 and but my I'm daughter brought now. me back to life. But I really want to save my daughter. Rory's just over there watching Lord of the Rings. Mm. What? What are you... What? Why? Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden you go, God, I really want to see what happened in Return of the King. Why are you watching that? Like, I, that, that doesn't seem like a Mick Rory movie. He should be watching, like, Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. Yeah. But that led into how they were able to go back and see John Noble uh, in his trailer while making Lord of the Rings in 1999 in New Zealand. Like, it was so stupid that... I was sitting there with the biggest grin on my face the entire time. <laughs> I didn't have a grin. I had to pause it and say to my husband, oh, my God, we've seen this before. Like, that entire scene, I had this huge deja vu moment. What, so, like in Legends or something? No, or No, like, I've seen another show where that has happened. They've gone back, and it was to New Zealand, yeah. to see someone in a trailer to... I don't know, maybe I had this weird premonition dream and forgot about it. I have no idea, but I was kind of freaking out yeah. because I'm like, 
what the f***? I've seen this before. Yeah. This whole scene, I'd just seen it. So whether um, it was some kind of freaky dream or whether it was in another show that I've seen some other time and they've kind of copied that, yeah. I have no idea. But it was freaking me out. It it actually was familiar to me as well, but for a different reason. I was actually lucky enough to be Ray in that situation in real life. I Lincoln, my brother, was making a movie on the Gold Coast and John Noble was his father. And he was just really... It was called Voodoo Lagoon, I think. And so it was all about like cults and, and, and mysticism and all this weird shit. And it was on an island. Sounds and, like it's right up my alley. Yeah, yeah. It was a horror film, yeah, set amongst the mystic arts and shit. So maybe, yeah, maybe it would be up your alley. Unfortunately, you'll never see it because it never got finished because I think the director lost his mind in the edit and... It oh, just no. it never saw the light of day. So Lincoln like had a lead role and he loved making it and it was fantastic. We'd go visit the set. But anyway, John Noble was this really weird cat that lived on the island and um and that was oh, barely a couple of years after Lord of the Rings came out. And I was obsessed with Lord of the Rings, the Return of the King is arguably my top three favourite movies of all time. And I really like John Noble. The fact that I could meet a guy from from the from the movie, and Lincoln took me around to his trailer, and I got to meet. He actually gave me like a sweater, like a Lord of the Rings sweater oh, from wow. set. I don't even know where that is. I bet my parents have thrown it out now that I've moved out, which is a shame. But we got a photo with him outside his trailer. So literally, like it looked like the same trailer. It was during the day, like what, I, I, it seemed so freaky this scene, although he wasn't dressed as Denethor uh, from Lord of the Rings. But um, yeah, I I don't know. I just thought that was really funny, and I, I keep forgetting too that he is Australian. I think for some reason I always think of him as being a Kiwi. Kiwi, same. Because he's always in all these American things, and he's got an American accent, and 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 I think he probably bunged on a fair bit of his Australian accent in this. But it was kind of fun too that he was just so laid back, and yeah. he's like, "What is this, mate? This is crap. Yeah, these rewrites. Oh, this is a bit of shit, isn't it? Oh, it doesn't matter, mate. <laughs> Peter, you can't put more women in it, mate. It's J.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings. You can't do that." And then he starts talking a bit like this, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, man, that's why you're so good. He's got such a great voice for malice. I just never thought we'd actually see him." as his own self, but that it was such a tiny throwaway like scene, you know, and, and how much they don't use time travel when they should be in this show. And it's like, oh, let's just duck back to New Zealand in 99 and just yeah. walk on set and get him to record some shit so we can fly in someone's ear and play it. Like, it's such a dumb... This whole thing is so stupid, but fuck, but it was fun. But it's awesome. It was fun. It was great. Better actually get my notes out of my phone. Rather than staring at a blank piece of paper that says guest starring John Noble. <laughs> That's not helping. Because um, that wasn't even the main part of the, the episode. No. It was all about Barry. Yes. Run, Barry, run. Oh, yeah, nice, th- nice throwaway too. <laughs> I've forgotten about that actually. Guys, I remember, I, I'd like to say actually that I read it first, but I think High Pitch Maddie Gibson uh, sent it on to me. It was... <laughs> It was just like a text message or something, and it was a link um, that said, Legend of Tomorrow, casting actor to play young Barack Obama. And Maddie's message to me just said, in single word sentences, F*** you, Belanti. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, why though? I said, oh, don't worry, mate. They had George Lucas on there recently and, you know, all these other iconic people in either pop culture or in or in history. And it just, like, it was such a quick thing, this episode. They throw it in, it's like, oh, you know, yeah, Grodd. Oh, what's, he's after the other Barry. And they go in there, it's like, oh, hello, Barack Obama. It's like, oh, my God, really? And then we're going to go and, what do they say? We're on Obamacare. Sarah's little throat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, 
It was a busy little episode. It like was. it, it was either about John Noble or it was about Barack Obama. Oh, the God. fact that it was about both, yeah. Make and America and, grot again. Oh was, my oh, God! Jesus. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Open your mouth so I can force feed it more down there. <laughs> Just these hammy little references, and even that, like, and I know I've referenced it. I make her sound like such a horrible person to watch it with, and she's really not. But my wife's there, like, walking in and out of the room, and I thought, oh my she God, she's gonna walk comes in. in at the worst she, time. Yeah, she's gonna walk in. Because I'd said to her, hey, can I watch, you know, I've got some shows to watch uh, in case she wanted the main TV, you know, so I need to be in there. That's where Foxtel's hooked up. And I said, is that all right? You know, and she's like, yeah, that's fine. What are you watching? I'm like, just some crap you won't want to watch. There's some of my shows, but you're not going to want to watch it. She's why? I said, you know, you won't want to, trust me. And then when she did decide to walk in, there's a gorilla telepathically... <laughs> Referring to a young Barack Obama to make America grot again. <laughs> what the f*** is this show? I didn't know whether it was the best thing I've ever seen in this show or the worst thing, and I don't really care. Like it was, it was ridiculous. It's just very, very busy. Um, but I, I think I find that this, the start of this episode, or, or, or certainly the all of it, but really the start of it when they're delivering it to you in dialogue highlighted, I guess, not the key problem, but certainly one of the key problems that we've had with it since the, the first uh, season, with especially the way they dealt with um, Vandal Savage, yeah. where they needed to go out there and what kill him in three different uh, time zones, time zones yeah. at, at the, the same, same time. time. <laughs> like right now... I'm saying the same time at the same time as you, like we did six seconds ago, and I'm doing it again and again and again. It's always repeating. Time, it, it, depending on how you look at it, whatever. But it, everything is happening at the same time. Right now, I'm doing what I was doing yesterday at this particular time. It's happening now. What, it, it, no one understands Your it, head's clearly. about to explode. I can't even explain style. it. I'm so sorry. I'm just. I, I'm trying to explain the ridiculous nature of then trying to explain it to us, the dumb audience. That they're like, we need to... They needed to stop you know two or three anachronisms from happening at the same time to prevent malice from coming out yeah. and we even saw like whilst whatever else was going on you had grod strangling the life out of barack obama <laughs> the fact that i even said that sentence is so ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> i've actually said those words together uh anyway and as he's strangling the life out of him grod's there saying oh you're putting up a fight but i'll get you and then you've got, in a different time zone, Nora transforming into the demon shape of Malice. And only when Barack escaped, cut back to the other time zone. And well, we never saw it because they're saving money. So we saw it in a shadow. So that was cool to show, hey, that's happening in the, you know, the, the, the 70s or 80s. And this is in 2018 or whatever. But the idea that they need to set out to stop them all from happening at the same time. It's actually probably better than the Vandal Savage thing because Vandal Savage, that, that was their mission, was to go to three separate time zones separated by decades or whatever to kill him when he was really unaware. At least with this, you've got our Damien Dark who's existing arguably in 2018 with Grodd and with Nora sending them out to different time periods. So it technically is the same time because they're working, you know, they've set out on a mission. Hey, you're going to do this in an hour. But then you can go back and say, well, then their future selves are already doing that in the 70s. And the future him is doing that in 1997 or something. So it's 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 forever happening. You just need to go and pick a moment to go and not even pick a moment. Pick that moment today, tomorrow to stop it. Like, you've got a f***ing time machine. 
<sighs> but again, they didn't so much linger on that. Like I'm sure you'll you'll get to when I eventually let you stop talking. When my head stops exploding, <laughs> the uh, it all became about Amaya and whether or not they let her save her village. Save her village. Yeah. Which we've been hearing for two seasons now, nearly. She can never do that, even though she's been part of this team and she yep. has a time machine actually able to to do that. But it was a big thing of do they let her or not? And do you send Nate out, who's going to, of course, sympathise with her? Fuck no. Exactly. Yeah. There was one funny scene with, um, I'm pretty sure it was Dark, when he was saying about Killy Killy Stabby Stabby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, uh, Sarah and those eyebrows. Are they permanent now? These big bushy things. Can Honestly, you see them or is I, it just I mean, me? Yeah, no. Like, My husband can see them as yeah, well. Right. He's like... <laughs> His eyebrows. Um, a couple, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, um, you mentioned, Mitch, about Rory. And mm. now that he has the power, um, to, you know, the firepower from yeah. the stone, will he need his gun? And his gun happened to have been smashed up in that particular episode. Mm. Is it just me or did he use the gun on <laughs> Grodd? Yeah. And even though it was a fire gun, Grodd did not catch fire. So he didn't use his powers, mm. he used a gun. Yeah. And the fire did not actually permeate Grodd at all. No, it like it, it sort of like scorched a little bit of his hair, I think. Like that was about it. I'm like, it I get that you're him away, I think. Yeah. Like I get I, I I get that you're intelligent, but that hair should still light up. You should still yeah, be he's burnt. Still like yeah. So for the last couple of weeks we've been toying with the idea that Nora was going to join. I mean, she had that big teenage angst episode when yes. she finally got the totem and learned how to use it about whether or not she would turn against her father and, you know, and be, be seduced by Ray's friendship, you know, and, and, and turn good. You know, after all, she's got malice inside her. Does she want that? Probably not, but her dad's talked her into it. Well, no, now they've done a 180 on that, or well, they haven't done anything. Our prediction is completely wrong. <laughs> and that Dark comes to them and says... Yeah, I don't want my daughter to turn into a demon. Uh, surprisingly, I've realised that I like her, uh, and that I'm a shitty dad. Can you please help me? So, and then in, in turn, Nora's like, "Well, is she gone, or uh, is she just all the way bad now?" Along with Malice, and she's happy to. Well, right at the end, she became yeah Malice. She's mm. gone. Mm. So, but yeah, and of course, as we should have predicted, even though Dark wanted their help, he still turned against them all. Yeah. And they all still fought each other again. <laughs> yeah. Now he he obviously that that was his big thing, right? So he, yeah. So he wanted to let the village be destroyed so that it wasn't an anachronism. Yeah. So that then malice would remain within her because time hadn't been screwed up, and then he would have a greater chance of saving her. Yep. So really, yeah, no one's plan worked except for malice's in that situation. Now I I meant to rewind it because I felt like I glanced away from the TV, but when he became the demon. Did like he rip, like did her body just like rip apart and the the, the demon emerged? Yeah, from, but it's yeah disintegrated. Right, because yeah. at the start of the episode where she nearly transformed, she basically just morphed. Yes. I mean, we didn't see it because it was saving money on the budget, sure. But come the end, it, it, I felt like her whole body became like a suit that just ripped open, like a zip straight down and the middle. And he was inside. Yeah, and yep. I'm like, oh, you're not coming. Is, is your dad going to go and find your body literally cut in half? Because- and then they'll go into Arrow. 
<laughs> to go to the Lazarus pit. <laughs> yeah, just go and chuck that in. It's like, yeah, it's messy now, but we'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and, and we've seen other side of Dark where they're like, where Sarah said to him, I'll help you with your daughter, but then I get to kill you. And he's like, fine, sign me right up. Yep. There was a lot going on in this episode. There was. And you know what? Across the entire week, and it makes sense for Legends because it's the second last episode. Yep. But for Arrow, when we get into talking about that, there was a lot going on in Arrow as well, and it's still got five, six episodes left. So, yeah, it was a, it was a, uh, it was a busy week. But you're right. Like the the Barack thing just seemed to like I'm like that could have really been anyone. Did you really need to make that Barack Obama? I know that's a big moment in history, but so would a lot of presidents. Yeah. If you're just looking to disrupt history from its, you know, uh, original and natural path. But then when, you know, Sarah, was it Sarah that went back and sort of had a bit of a D&M with him? She just needed to, to ask him some questions yeah, about was. how to handle things. Yeah. And then he just explains it in his Barack Obama way. She's yeah. like, God, I miss you. Zap wipes his mind again. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was, uh, that was that a bit was of fun. a little bit of a political thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. hates Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, no one's gone back to that. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't they go back in time and fix that anachronism imagine that, that they go has back to be an anachronism yeah they go back and st- i know I've, i remember when he got elected and, and there were th- tweets and it was like trump being elected is basically the effect of someone going back in time and changing too many things and then we've f- up the future like somehow donald trump is the president which you know of course he is but if you're on twitter and you should be it's fascinating at the moment especially with american politics occasionally you do, well, not occasionally he tweets all the time You'll see every day a tweet by Donald Trump and you'll be like, holy f- man, that, you're the president. I know. What are you talking about? <laughs> you are the president of the United States of America, arguably the leader of the free world. And that just gives you a shiver. And I'm not trying to get up any Republicans if you're in America or any pro-Trump people around the rest of the world, but it's just, I mean, let's face it. When Think about who Trump it's was ludicrous. 10, 20 years ago and you're like, that's the president. <laughs> Like we're actually in a TV show at the moment. Like, that's where we are. So it would be funny though if they went back to change that, and then that actually made Malice like even weaker because it was so against his plan that like he needed Trump. Like that, you're right. That like, that was the anachronism. Yeah. Um, they're like, oh, we we've got to change this. It will be worth changing this for the sake of humanity, even if it makes Malice get stronger. And Malice is like, ah, it actually makes me weaker. Like that was part of my initial plan. Damn it. Damn you guys for changing it. Um, so, yeah, and we very rarely see uh, like a bit of a two-parter in, in Legends. I think last season, last season was good. I like that sort of two-part ending, and uh, that's what we've got now. And and thank God we did have him escape by the end of this because for the longest time, the bad guys have been trying to get their hands on the totems because they're you know powerful stones or whatever. But also the good guys knew that if they had all the stones... Can't say the stones. That's 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 a Marvel thing. You're right. I can't say totems. that words. The totems. Uh, if we have the totems, that's how we stop him. And I'm like, yeah, but how do you stop him if he's not here? Like, you almost need to let let him out. And that's exactly what they did. And so, yeah. okay, good. What does this world though now look like in next week's episode with Malice escaped? Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll find a, out. That's next a week. up shit. I mean, especially because it happened in the early '90s. So, yeah. Of course. Yeah. I kept I literally just remembered that now, but that happened in early nineties in Zimbabwe. Yeah, when, that's right. Forward. So they don't have to stay in that, that time zone. 
Yeah, well, unless yeah. he suddenly has, you know, I mean, time was his prison, but is he able to use time to escape or does he suddenly become Damien Dark and just sort of like think about something and teleport into another time period? I don't, it's, yeah, who knows? Who knows what this world's going to be like? And of course it won't affect anything because I'm sure they'll go back and prevent it and it will be like it never happened again and the likes of Flash and Arrow will be none the wiser. Exactly. One more episode, Terry. One more. Now, I do have um, a couple of things to mention about Ava. Um, so, Ava, obviously, everybody is aware now mm. what Rip did. Um, and she asked Rip, how many before me? And so, I am going to turn this into a Doctor Who reference. Yes. I don't care. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> she was the 12th. Yes. She's the 12th Ava. And there's been 12 Doctors. Yeah. There's is a 13th the... coming up. But there's oh, been the 13th 12. is Jodie Whittaker. Oh, yes. I was wondering. She's I, I forgot. 13th. I thought, like, what if so, she was the 12th? That's what yeah, you were getting. Yeah. No, okay. well, I had. It, I think Ava should have been the 11th because Rip was in Doctor Who with the 11th Doctor. So right. they should have actually said, oh, you were the 11th. Yeah. And then I would have totally lost my shit. But I still lost my shit a little bit. Yeah. Um, one thing that didn't make sense, though, she said to, to Rip that, you know, she's only got rules to. Um, to live by you know she's basically been brought up on rules blah 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 so she can't do this because there are no rules but she was created by rip rip created the time bureau and created the rules therefore whatever rip says yeah is kind of her rules i know do you know you know what i'm saying (laughs) i've always been fascinated throughout this season about how little impact and power and authority he seems to have with the time bureau like even though he's the one that created the entire thing yeah he created it and you know i mean that's the power of democracy i get it is that he created it. it doesn't mean he could be a dictator and an overlord but at the same time, like they seem to not respect him. They th- seem to think he's a bit of a hothead. They've fired him before she fired him in this episode where he's like, yeah, I think this is a good idea. And she's like, I'll take that as your resignation. And I'm like, he started all this shit. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, yeah, I'm forever surprised about the fact that he has little to no say in what they do. Yeah. He's just it's like weird. a meddling agent, you know, yeah. with so many layers of hierarchy above him. Yeah, it's strange but especially her yeah and i kind of got over how okay if i found out i was a client i'd be pretty upset if i found out as a client for the future i'd be pretty upset if i found out i was the 12th or whatever clone from the future that i that was was borrowed by this guy to play some kind of weird role because i'm quote unquote special i'd be pretty pissed too but for storytelling or at least how much screen time they gave to the storytelling for that reaction from her character. I just didn't care. Like, I just found it really whiny. Like, she just, at every turn, was like, well, I'm a clone. It's what I know. (gasps) (laughs) Just run away, you know, like, waving her arms about. And then, you know, when Sarah goes up to her, because we saw at the end of last week or the week before, and I said Sarah was about to go back on her breakup, but Ava disappeared into her little vortex window. Then this episode, Sarah goes, but I love you, kisses her, and then Ava's like... There isn't any of me to love. <laughs> just runs and I'm like, "Fuck off!" Why? Like that she's was the... still a person. Yeah. Tell Tatiana Maslany that she's, you know, there's nothing for her. <laughs> I, mean... I get it. It would be unethical and immoral. But twice in this episode, you have used a little mind wipe on Barack Obama. I know. <laughs> Use it on Ava. Yeah. So that she doesn't remember she's the twelfth. Yeah. Use it on everyone that knows. 
have friggin' Gideon hook it up so that it's not like then Rip knows and Sarah doesn't or Sarah knows and Rip doesn't because then eventually someone's going to find out and they're going to get angry at the other person for making them forget and the neighbor's going to be depressed again. <laughs> have Gideon do something. God, have Mick do it. As if he would ever tell anyone. He doesn't tell anyone anything. Like, he could probably know and then they'll find out in five years. Oh, is she a clone? He's like, yeah, I could have told you that. It's like, cool. Like, I just... Mind wiper. I'm so sick of this. Not with yeah. a, not with one episode to go before the end of the season. Unless, again, they're planting seeds for some monstrous storyline in season four, which I doubt. But, again, it was such a weird payoff. If this is what that payoff was be- was for, I'm very disappointed because it's just her being a whiny, whiny little girl. And it's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, should... <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about should more clones we... <laughs> in Arrow. Yeah, so I guess, like we were saying about Legends, good episode, but really, really busy. I mean, you know, you've got the Vertigo stuff going on. You've yeah. got uh, Quentin and... Laurel. Wannabe Laurel, you know, uh, doing their thing. You've got Mr. Terrific. You've got Dina. How did she learn the lore? Yeah, she read half a book. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. You've got, uh, you know, the DA being found out to be working for Diaz. You know, he sacks the, 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 the DA and the police captain. You've got the overarching story, because it is called Brothers in Arms, this episode, of uh, Diggle and... Oliver hashing out some differences that, multiple times. Yeah. Like we've complained when they drag stuff out and we've also plauded them when they have wrapped something up in one episode. This was this felt like a bit of a mixture of both where it was enough little quarrels and mixed feelings about their relationship, certainly from Diggle's point of view that it probably could have stretched over two or three episodes worth. It would have felt like a, a natural length for what he went through. But at the same time, they looked like they were trying to wrap it up. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then they would add another layer. And I'm like, whoa, 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 slow down. Like every time they had a fight, they get back together and have a fight and make up and come the end of the episode again. And it's like, shit, okay. So is Oliver really, it, it's just him and Felicity now. Yeah. Like, this whole season is about breaking up Team Arrow, and now we're literally down to Oliver and his tech wife. Yeah, and that's it. Cool. Like, that's kind of how it started. Like, Diggle knew but didn't know, and Felicity kind of knew something weird about this rich kid that she had a crush on. But, you know, is that what... I mean, we're still, again, five or six episodes away from the end of the season, but is that what season seven is going to be? Is it going to be a real throwback to season one where it's Oliver saving the city solo? Yeah. I hope so. How did you feel about the argument? Like, okay, I loved it. Yeah, I the fact just they were yelling at each other. And oh, that one scene. That one scene was awesome. so so good. And even Jason said that's the best scene in this entire. But then they started throwing punches at each other. Yeah, and I'm like, are you kidding me? This amazing scene. Yeah, between the two of them, and then they ruined it by. Throwing punches. Yeah. It's like, was that necessary? It felt like a, a a step too far from Oliver when he went up. Like, he's like, you leave a trail of bodies, man. And then Oliver walks up and says, at least my bodies don't include my brother. That was, was like, like whoa. whoa. And at first, I'm, I forgot about the whole brother storyline. So yeah. I'm like, is he speaking in metaphors that by Diggle having this argument with him, 
that yeah that that he's killing Oliver like as his brother like that their friendship can never be repaired like they might work with each other again but their friendship will never get to the same heights again and then after about three or four seconds Diggle just like death staring at him like oh that's right you you had to kill your brother oh man you shouldn't have said yeah, bang and I'm like was- nah. F- you did it. You kind of do deserve the punch, but then when it turned to, into a full-on fight, I'm yep. like, yeah. And then you know, Felicity comes along and says, "Stop it!" It goes to an ad break, comes back, and they're like, "Ah, oh, sorry about that, man. Yeah, I'm sorry too." And I'm like, well, "Why do you have it then? Why?" That's again where I feel like you could have had a fight at the start of an episode, cleared it up at the end, or at the end of the episode and clear it up next episode. There was just it. It's so busy this episode, and I'm glad I really liked it. Yeah. And I'm glad you did because I, honestly, after that yelling, <laughs> screaming match, I sat back and I'm like, Terry hates Arrow, but if she didn't like that, <laughs> I think I'm done. I think I'm done. I actually really, really liked it. I, I wrote, I even wrote Oliver and Diggle yelling at each other was brilliant until, and I've underlined until they started punching each other. Yeah. Um, that was ridiculous. Oh, and then the other thing, it was. Uh, not long after that scene, Felicity's break broken them up, and then she's like, "I need to go and find a needle in the haystack." And like, what? Thirty seconds later, she's yeah. back. She's found the needle in the yeah. haystack. What? I think if I would have edited that scene, I would have added like a, a high pitched sort of squeal, something in the background, because it it was like she is. Oh, that's I've got that job to do. I've just got to go and find yeah, a drug. Yeah, it's gonna den. be so hard to do. Yeah, but. It wasn't. She walked up. She's like, oh, okay, guys, I found the drug down. I haven't because it's impossible to find for like, you know, ever. Um, can you, Have you guys done? Because we can go do this job. I'm like, that's a big deal. Like if they're just arguing and apologizing to each other and you hear her in the background go, oh my God. And they don't even reference it. They don't react to it. And then she walks over. That would have been fine for me because it would have been like she didn't expect it. You know, something happened, a clue pops up or the, the, the tracer finally locates, whatever. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. You put in that script. I don't care. Just felt like it was missing one little thing because they emphasized how hard it was. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I thought that too. It took me out of the scene a little bit, I think. Yeah. Just how quick she seemed to find it when it seemed like such a massive deal. Like They didn't even get the chance to have a, a, a short conversation in the time that it took her to find this thing. Exactly. It was such an intense scene and mm. then it just got kind of ruined yeah. by silly stuff. Yeah, because I think this this is the good side of the argument that Oliver had with Dina and Renee and Mr. Terrific, where they're just like, oh my God, man, we can't trust you anymore because you used to be that guy that killed people called the Arrow. And now I didn't know you were the Green Arrow and the Arrow. <laughs> and I didn't know you were the Arrow, Green Arrow. <laughs> you know, And that was the start of their fractured friendship. And then when he thought they were you know, doing whatever that was jeopardizing what he was doing, they start spying on people and... They just sort of seem to have the same first conversation with each other every time they met up. And oh, I'm still angry at you. Well, I'm still angry at you. Don't punch me. I'll punch you. But, so if, you, but if you punch me, I'll punch you back. Yeah. You know. And then Renee's like holding a gun to Oliver. Oliver punches him, knocks him out, and everyone's angry at Oliver. Like, yeah. how could you do that at to him? At least he did bring that up. Yeah. He actually did say, "I was defending myself." Yeah. It's like, and it was against finally. John. Like, even John's like to the point where he would have, like he said, "I've supported you for weeks about that." But now that he's had a time to think about it, he's like, you heard our friend. He's like, he had a fucking gun on me, man. Yeah. I gave him every... And even as a viewer, we're not like, well, he was lying. He didn't give him an opportunity. He said, he goes, man, we don't need to do this. Got some shit to do. He's like, not today, Oliver. Boom, boom, boom. Beats the shit out of him, as he should. I just appreciated the way that this 
argument between these two characters that are the backbone of this show. Well, Felicity as well, obviously the Holy Trinity, but as far as the two guys that we're arguing, they are part of the backbone of this show. And they're having the same sort of argument that Team Arrow and Team Arrow 2.0 had, but in a much better and more believable way. It it did take me a little while to catch up when when you know he had this massive problem, Diggle. Like he he, he was angry at Oliver. I don't know what Oliver stopped him for. He wasn't torturing the bloke. Like it was a poor way to get into that scene. He's like, "Where is that?" You know, I'm throwing a gun. He's like, "Step down, Spartan." You know, you don't want to do this. I'm like, he's not going to do anything. Clearly, yeah. You guys aren't killing people. Like he shot that chick in the neck. I didn't think he killed her. Like he's not actually killing anyone. You guys aren't killing anyone, or are you? I'm still confused <laughs> I know. about who you are and are not yeah. killing. Whether and they're using guns. Yeah, which, you know. <laughs> it sounds like a bullet, but is it? I don't know. Um, I don't. Th- I never one second thought that Diggle was going to kill that guy. He was just threatening him to get information out of him, and then Oliver jumped so quickly and was like, "No, oh, that was never going to work." I don't believe that. But then Diggle having such a massive reaction to it, going off to his wife, who I'd only thought at the start of this episode, where the hell Where's, she been from? Yeah. Oh, there she is. Okay, Where's Lola's back. Kids? I don't know. She's like, I've been away for months. And then Diggle's like always working with Team Arrow, yeah. night and day. And I'm like, who is looking after your child? <laughs> I'm not saying one or the other should like not have a job, but you've, you're working 24-7. Seven, seven, you know. There's a kid. I mean, we know that Oliver has a kid. We know. We know he's got a nanny. Yeah. Right? We know that they go exactly. home at night. They're married. They go home eventually. The kid knows that he's Green Arrow. Yeah. So probably to some extent, even though he shouldn't, but he does understand why his dad's not there. Yeah. Their son is way too young to understand why his parents are there. That's fine. Every Hey, all parents are busy that have got jobs. I get that. But these guys are like, you know, it's either a secret government agent or a vigilante that neither of them are ever home. Yeah. And they barely even mention the fact that they're even married or got a kid, but whatever. And Lila's <laughs> like, oh, maybe there's more to it. Maybe you're real pissed off at Oliver. I'm like, oh, what, are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, he never said that. And that was her instant assumption was, oh, no, nah, you're definitely angry at him for these reasons. Then he obviously goes back and I has... I thought she was kind of almost defending Oliver, though. Yeah, right, okay. And that's how I took her, that she was trying to get John to maybe look at from Oliver's point of view. Yeah. Oh, maybe, actually. I think maybe I just come to that, co- that conclusion because his immediate reaction was like, yeah, I have considered it from your point of view and you're a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then goes back and has a massive <laughs> argument with him. But yeah, I really like the way that it flowed out and, and why he was, I get why he's angry. I don't know that I necessarily believed everything that he said though. But also, I, I think I'm such a, I don't want to say naive viewer. I'm sure there's a special word, but I'm the type of viewer that I will side with the main character no matter what because it is their show and I guess I should be following them. So Oliver may make stupid decisions in an episode, but overall I I pretty much agree with everything he's done. Like when he... Okay, so the surveilling on his old teammates turned out to be a bad idea, but at the time I'm like, yeah, I guess if I was in your shoes I'd probably do that. And every other decision that he's made along the way. So when Deagle comes out and says the, the city is actually in a worse shape and why you said that this completes you. And I really wanted Oliver to say something that he never did and I just assumed was how he felt, but maybe it's the way that I've interpreted the scene that, yet yeah, it makes me feel... 100 that's who i am so it makes me feel complete not because i want to be a vigilante because it makes me feel awesome but being the vigilante makes him feel like he is fully committed and he's doing everything he possibly can to help the city if he if he said yeah okay john fair enough i do spread myself too thin i will give up being the green arrow i'm just going to be the mayor 
he will sit there at night and think, I could be doing more. And as the mayor, he'd be frustrated. Like that scene where he pulls in the DA and the police chief and is like, you, you believe I'm the Green Arrow? Well, I'm not, because if you were in the room with the Green Arrow by yourself, you wouldn't be happy about it. Yeah. Neither of you would. And he's like, oh, you're a woman. I'd beat the f*** out of you for what you've been doing. You know, how dare you? <laughs> and that was a really cool scene too. It, it was like, I'm not, because if, then this. That would be his life. And we saw that for a couple of episodes at the start of the season. He would feel like there is more that he could do. That's why we're back in this situation. So... I felt like I was siding with Oliver, but I don't. I don't know whether that was just because he's the main character. Like, were you more on Diggle's side, or were you more on Oliver's side throughout oh, the whole thing? Totally on Oliver's side. Good. Okay. Totally on Oliver's <laughs> side. Yeah, I thought Diggle was being a whiny bitch. Do you sympathise with him at all with his argument, or like, no. especially come the end of the episode? No. No, yeah. because he has been with Oliver from, like we said before, the very beginning, mm. and he knows what Oliver's about, and he knows why Oliver does what he does. So I. I just feel like he, it's almost like he's being a petulant teenager because, Mm. oh, you said I could be the arrow and now you're saying I can't be the arrow. And that just seems to be the only argument he comes back with. Mm. You know, he can't keep saying that, oh, you know, the city's worse because of you. Well, it's not. They just have more baddies come along because without the baddies, there is no show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's got nothing to do with Oliver. Yeah. And you can yeah. bring in that, that Batman Begins line, which I love and it sort of sums up exactly why good guys and bad guys exist in every comic or every comic book movie. Commissioner Gordon says uh, to Batman, you know, if we buy semi-automatics, they buy automatics. We wear vests, you know, they buy armor-piercing rounds or whatever it is. And now you're wearing a mask and jumping off rooftops. What effect is that going to have? And his answer was, look at this guy and, and had a Joker card. It was like, if you're doing these really crazy things, yeah. other people are going to be inspired by that and not the right type of people. So I understand Diggle saying the city is in no better shape. It absolutely isn't. But it's not like Oliver should just go, oh, okay, well, I'll just give it up then because without yep. me, they'll disappear. No, the bad guys are just they'll they're still here. Be there. They'll still be here and we have to then rely on a corrupt police force to do nothing because they're on his payroll. Like, yep. And what ne- what happens now with Diggle? Is, is, is he like his own solo hero? So There's like, going to be like three teams. Yeah. <laughs> competing like and i don't want it to just be the case that two episodes to go they go you know what we're all better as one let's get back together again it's like well that's just gonna be what was the point in a way because i don't feel like you've any of you have really learned anything by this i think oliver's learned a little bit more like he he regrets certain decisions he's made certainly about the surveillance dina and co don't give a shit they're still angry at him they still think he's a piece of shit they're not going back to him anytime soon the renee thing only cemented that We've only got five episodes left to go or whatever it is. So if, if, if Diggle turns around in three weeks' time and says, oh, okay, no, I was wrong, or Oliver says, I'm sorry, you were right, and they all get back together, I still feel like that won't have been a an earned retraction in a way. But then, yeah, what is the alternative? That you've got Arrow with some help by Felicity. Yep. Maybe Roy and Thea come back, but let's 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 leave them out of the equation. Then you've got Mister Terrific, who's shit, and <laughs> Dina, who's a whiny bitch. And for Laurel, the most don't part. forget Laurel. We don't know where the f- yeah. she's. Well, she's getting it on with Diaz. Yeah, so. <laughs> all of a sudden, <laughs> and and Spartan or Diggle. Like we're gonna have three teams that consist of one or two members. Yeah. Instead of a team of seven or whatever they used to be, you know, it's. I don't know. I I appreciated. The episode a lot, and that that screaming fest was excellent. It was awesome, and I found myself. Losing- I actually hope. Sorry, I yeah. didn't mean to interrupt no. you, but I hope that that was 
shot in one seamless. Yeah. Scene. That would have been so good to watch. Yeah. Like literally be there as they were filming just this one scene. Yeah. That was, yeah. And I feel like there could have been a lot of uh, ad-libbing done as well. Like in those sort of screaming matches when you are losing yourself to the emotion. I'm not an actor, but I can only imagine that these guys especially have played these characters now for six years. Yeah. You would know how to talk as that character. And you could stray away from the script if you want to just throw shit out and just see what reaction the other actor gives you. So I'm sure it would have been done in like start to finish over and over and over again rather than just like, okay, we'll just do a back and forth and then cut and back and forth and then cut until we get it perfect. It would have just been like, go. And they might have had 17, 30 different variations of that scene. Jesus. You know, I, I can only assume maybe they did two and go, perfect, we've got it. Yeah. But that I would love to have watched that scene. Yeah, that's one of the best single scenes, I think, that, that we have watched, certainly this season collectively over the four shows. Maybe it was naturally getting towards a punching match, but I just feel like that was such an easy out because they wouldn't have known how to write them having that follow-up conversation where they kind of apologized to each other and then went off on a mission together without a punch fest in the middle. Yeah. You can't go from one, I hate you, I hate you, to, hey, man, I'm sorry about that. Well, they still could have had Felicity show up. Yeah. Like they were, you know, basically, as soon as Oliver said, well, at least I didn't kill mm. my brother, mm. then you would cue Felicity. Yeah. You know, just before things got <laughs> yeah. too Even far. Even have Diggle punch him once. Yeah. Because then it's, she it's, shows up. Yeah. They sort of did like, he punched Oliver. Oliver's did the old, uh, wipe blood off my fingers. Punch Diggle. Diggle, mm, wipe blood off my fingers. And then they got into a fight. Like, you could have almost had one or two punches. Yeah. And then have her rush in. Because then at least unleash that emotion you know they've 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 released all that anger but i don't think it needed a fight where they're pushing each other through you know glass displays Mm -mm. and destroying computers and shit like that so anyway yeah it was just such a a busy busy week you know and i like the the diaz stuff where you know we okay it was a very easy takedown of anatoly at the start but then what that meant you know like he got out in a technicality and he's like, I've seen your face to the cop. You know, is that such a good thing? It's like, yeah, man, I don't care. You're going to jail. Turns out you're not. He's out there eating a burger. Diaz, like the head of this crime syndicate, is there by himself. Okay, Anatoly was somewhere hidden. But otherwise, Diaz is out there going, I don't give a f***. I do not fear anything. And that's where I wish they would have got... The, the, I really like what kind of bad guy Diaz is. He's a cliche bad guy. Well, sure, he's a cliche bad guy. <laughs> we but are I just, the law. Well, that, yeah, okay, yeah, it's that. But just the idea of a, a guy with no superpowers. Yeah. And I, I think it was when he was walking away from that scene with Anatoly and I saw the cityscape in the background and I just I found myself thinking, wow, you are one man and you are trying to take over this city. Like, the idea that any bad guy, really, God, any person in real life would even be able to think that. <laughs> like a, a crime. Well, sure, yeah, he's got a good old country. That... Uh, <laughs> They're one person go, yeah, I can take over this, you know, that and and no one will be able to stop me. And I'm like, yeah, but you're you're in the middle of a of a country, like you would get, no, this doesn't happen, you know. Like, again, to bring up the the Batman movies, Bane takes over Gotham City in The Dark Knight Rises. Now he's got means of keeping people out because he's got nuclear weapons and stuff. But you did have the rest of the country that were like, if and when we can come in to stop you, we will absolutely do that. You are not just this supervillain that can take over a city, and we're like. Ah, oh, well, we've lost that one. At least we can focus on the others. So I like that he is a, you know, he hasn't necessarily got a, a vendetta against Oliver like you had with Prometheus last year. He's not Damien Dark magical superpowers. He's not this foreign ninja 
like Rashad Ghoul. I don't I mean I like the personal nature of someone like Deathstroke from season two, but maybe that was when it was so fresh and because he was still just a little bit beyond human, it was okay. But now we're just back to this crime lord and yeah. Oliver back to fighting people one on one. Or at least that's the way it looks like it's gonna go. I don't know. It's it's in a good spot. I just really wish they'd hit this like eight episodes ago. Shorten the season back to sixteen episodes or something. Eighteen, even like Legends, and have this happen far earlier. The Caden James stuff is right now, now being yeah. It seemed now it's being talked up as this big lead up to Diaz. Like Diaz was pulling the strings all along, and I'm like, yeah. well, Caden had half a season, didn't do anything with it. But now I just feel like that was just a massive waste, waste. of time. Yeah. So like why why even watch the first? 15 episodes of the show. Yeah. You know, season seven comes along. We'll just pick up at episode 16. And you almost <laughs> when could. the real baddie comes it, along. It'd be an interesting rewatch to finish off season five and have like one, two, three episodes of the first half of this season where you introduce Caden and go, oh, it's that guy that we freed last year. Now he's got a face. Here's the threat. And oh, here's the payoff. He's dead yeah. from one of his underlings. And then Diaz. Like you could absolutely do that and not lose a lot about this show. You could then, fortunately, shorten up the fights between Team Arrow 1 and 2, which would be fantastic. Someone get on that edit. I'm not doing it. Um, there was a new Arrow that shot bullets or something. Oh, what was yeah. That? Was like that bullets? Tiny or? little explosives. Yeah. yeah. As it spun, it just sort of, a bit like Tony Stark's weapon at the start of the first Iron Man, that just a missile that fired off tinier missiles. Yes. That, that was, was kind of cool. That was cool. Um, the only other thing, right at the very, very beginning, um... Oliver and uh, Diggle were on, on a mission. I can't remember what they were doing. And Felicity's in his ear saying, oh, you know, when are we going to talk about blah, blah, blah. When And I'm like, don't you guys live together? Mm. Why wouldn't they discuss this any other time? Yeah. Except he's on a mission and she's, you know, crapping on about when are you going to talk to Diggle? Yeah. Uh, I just thought that was a bit... So ill-timed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can just as easily have that conversation post-opening credits yeah. when they're back in the base. Yeah. Diggle could be in or the room. Or as they're leaving their apartment yeah. to go to the base. You yeah. know, are you going to talk to Diggle today about blah, mm. blah, blah? Just but, think, yeah, then and there. And even he references, you go, do you really think this is the best time to be talking about this? And she's like, oh, okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah. So I'm like, you're actually, Felicity, taking herself out of the mission where she's talking to both of them just to press another button just to talk to Oliver and in his earpiece. So... Yeah, you're really compromising the mission there, and and I get that you have to naturally set up this that that this is what the episode's going to be about. But they I just could have thought, done it another way. Yeah, do it, do it another time, guys. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, I've yeah, I think that's all I've got. Well, dare I say that we're going to have the same order of episodes again this week? Not the same as last week, but the same as each other. Last week it was Legends Over Arrow. I'll at least say now myself, it is far and away Arrow over Legends. Fun as all hell, Legends stuff. And it was very dumb, but fun and very dumb. And I enjoyed it for how much I thought it was shit in certain areas, but it was, you know, whatever. But Arrow... Oh, even just that screaming match, I just think that, that was such a for me, wonderful that payoff. Took it to, yeah. to number one for sure. All yes. right, Arrow over um, Legends yep. this particular week, and I reckon we've even summed up. I hadn't thought about a worst moment, but for lack of, oh, no, I'm sure it was something from Legends. <laughs> hey, never anything from Legends. No, okay, without never. remembering any one particular bit from Legends, my worst would be yeah that Felicity. Hey, talk to him. You don't need to be doing that now. And the best far and away that screaming match. Yep. There was. 
yeah, best moment of Arrow in seasons, I think. Best single moment, so. Definitely. Well, one Should ep- we agree with each other? Who okay. would have... Oh, man, this is what happens when Ben leaves. <laughs> <laughs> How boring. We agree with each other. <laughs> all right, we'll be back uh, next episode to talk all three shows. When I say all Which three, three, it's, well, Supergirl's still on that hiatus until Legends finishes. Okay. And Legends next week so is our season finale. So uh, Flash is back, Arrow and Legends... It's all happening next week, Terry. Uh, Until then, you can check out all of our old podcasts, DC, TV. We've got Marvel. We've got movie reviews. All happening or our sister channel, Get Into Gate. We're talking Stargate SG-1. In the meantime, uh, like, subscribe, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, Get Into Geek. You can follow myself uh, if you want to come and talk about this stuff. Let's chat, DC TV, any of the geek stuff we're covering here at Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Terry, where you at? Tez McLez on Instagram. Nice work. We'll see you back next week, week 22. I say 22 (laughs) of DC TV. Get into geek.com.